Welcome to Cow Talks. I'm Chris Pravat. And I am Marcelo Valau, Forage Extension Specialist with the University of Florida. And this is our podcast, where we dive deep into the main topics affecting livestock and forage production in the southeastern United States. From the mainstream media to new technologies straight from our research stations. From cattle prices to international trade. From our pastures and beyond. Join us on this journey as we tackle the main issues affecting our producers and the sustainability of our production systems. So, Dubir, thanks for joining us on the podcast. My pleasure to be here, Marcel, with you. Uh, thanks for inviting. Uh, yeah, I'm a professor of forage agronomy here at University of Florida, North Florida Research and Education Center. I have a 70% research and 30% extension appointment, and I've been here since... 2013, it's been 10 years now. Okay, so Duve, this time was your turn to host the Forge Workers Tour. Forge Workers Tour, we talk, in, we talk about that uh, with uh, Joao and Cheryl before about the history, but it's, uh, it goes around the state in three different locations, and this was your time. Yeah, it was a pleasure to host the group here. I think it's an amazing opportunity to put together uh, faculty, student, uh, extension um, personnel, and, and, you know, to discuss our programmatic areas, um, you know, try to, to learn what each other is doing and, um, and also the way forward. Um, I think uh, I enjoyed this time. I think it, all the time I actually enjoyed, but I think it was productive, had good discussions. Um, we had a, a visit at the station as well to just to show some of the the ongoing um, research and we also had the visit that i think doug may already discussed about the farm visits on the on the next day so i think overall was a productive meeting it was fantastic i i believe one of the main things about this meeting is for us to meet and get together um, we don't spend as much time as we should together discussing brainstorming, reviewing, reviewing concepts and talking about the project. It is fantastic what our faculty are doing across the state. And we've talked a little bit about um, uh, Joao and Cheryl before, how, how the achievements and there is always there is always much more. So what is your perception of the, of, of the group and where we are in terms of uh, research and extension uh, and forages and, and livestock? I think we have a very strong forage group here in Florida. Uh, Marcelo, uh, you know, we have all this um, system with the experimental station, the uh, research and education center. So that allows us to have South Central, North Florida working together. We, I think we are also a cohesive group. Uh, we have, you know, forage breeder, uh, Stephen in, in Gainesville, and that just retired here, but we are replacing her position soon. Uh, plus all the management uh, and, and also Kevin can working work working as 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 a turf plus some forage breeding as well. Uh, I think our, our program areas are strong. Uh, our group, you know, faculty extension programs and and also graduate students. We I think we have a very good group here, and I um, and it's always important to interact with the extension. Um, system uh, to make sure that we deliver and you you know we're close to the our stakeholders and I, I think we're also um, strong on that here in Florida. We have a very group of agents that are 
work well with with, with us and, and that that's that's a blessing that is true we have agents from all across the state participating and also um, research faculty not only from agronomy but also from animal science wildlife um, that's that's right soils vet school and many other departments that join us in this discussion in forages because at the end of the day forages is the bridge between many of those productions. Florida has so many different environments. And I think at least from what I remember, this is the first time that we're shifting a little bit the forage workers tour traditionally in the summer because it was easy to accommodate, especially with class schedule for the faculty that teach. Now we had it in the winter. So tell us, uh, uh, what was the difference this time? What did we see? Well, first of all, it was cooler, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a plus. Uh, but anyhow, I, I think it's good uh, not only rotate the uh, geographical location, but we try to also rotate the timing of the year because then we can see the different opportunities of forest that we can grow uh, here in Florida. I keep saying I keep saying that uh, we we are one of the the best place to grow forage. Uh, you know, here in North Florida, or Central Florida, even South Florida. Because we have mild winters, so we can grow forest during the summer, but we can also grow um, excellent forest during the winter here with uh, at least 100, 120 grazing uh, days of grazing uh, during, during the cool season. Uh, so that's a plus. Um, and this year we had the, the opportunity, and, uh, and I think Doug may already mentioned that, to visit some of the integrated crop livestock systems where folks are leasing cropland to put some. Uh, stalkers in the winter so that's very unique uh, system that we, we had the, the opportunity to, to talk to farmers and, and and explore that possibility which i think it's huge here in florida yes and then beyond that we had a very interesting uh, conversation about uh, forage that is very familiar to our to our producers in south florida but not as much in the north that's limpograss that's right. Yes. Yes. Uh, I know uh, Limpograss is already a, a, a success in South Florida. You know, numbers say more than 200,000 acres there. But, but here it's kind of new in the neighborhood of North Florida. Uh, so uh, our, our group is trying to, to promote that um, as, as a new option. Uh, it's not the only option, but I think it's an important option. And it fits well uh, in our program, which is the overall goal is to develop sustainable livestock systems uh, and uh, limpograss can, uh, you know, reduce uh, the use of uh, machinery, fossil, fossil fuel uh, that are associated with the hay production. Uh, so our vision is to use more and more of the stockpiling limpograss with some supplementations and hopefully in the future try to fine tune the system to integrate some legumes in the stockpiling system as well. I have some ideas. So if that, you can develop a year-round grazing system here in North Florida. I know it's common in South Florida, but here in North Florida, it's not as common. Okay, that's that's very interesting, closing the gaps, closing the gaps between the different forages and having a diverse grazing system that we can virtually graze year-round, if not definitely year-round. You have some news also for for us in terms of uh, tools for the farmers. Yeah, well, we, we've been trying to promote us the integrated crop livestock systems. I think it's it's a good opportunity here in Florida to have 
more than 400,000 acres of row crops. And most of the times uh, the farmers harvest the, the row crops and, uh, and don't use the land from October until April next year. Uh, so I, I, we think there is a, a huge opportunity to integrate cattle during that time of the year, stalkers or developing heifers. And we figure that it's not going to be probably the same person in most of the case that's going to do the row crop and also do the, the livestock component. So it, we know some uh, successful operations that are partnering together, the row crop farmer and the livestock uh, producer. Uh, and uh, so we have now an, a new site. It's southeastgrazingexchange.com out altogether the Southeast Grazing Exchange. But it's basically uh, a site that allows um, producers, uh, livestock producers to create their pins saying that they, okay, I have livestock and I'm willing to partner with some row crop farmer uh, to, to bring animals to graze in their land. Or um, likewise, if, if you're a row crop farmer, you can also create your pin as a row crop farmer, saying that you're willing to partner with some livestock producer uh, and, and have your land, you know, available for grazing. Uh, and then they can contact each other. I, I think that that can be a boost, uh, you know, to promote that uh, collaboration between those folks. That is very interesting. And just for our listeners that want to know a little bit more about the um, about the Southeast Grazer Grazing Exchange. Um, they can find more information on our website, on our Forge Team website. And the best way to find our website is through the search engines. Just, uh, just look for UF IFAS Forge Team. And also keep uh, an eye open for our podcast because we'll have a new episode soon just to talk about this tool. Talking about websites, and I'm also very excited because I started in 2017, and when I started, was one of the main requests that we have a website compiling all the forage information. I don't think we're, we're compiling all the forage information in Florida, but we are, we're making progress. Uh, we launched last year the UF IFAS Forage Team website under the IFAS extension, and you can find the description in the link, uh, the link in the description of this podcast to be able to find our website, or again, just look into the tool. Uh, one of the things I'm very happy about today is uh, we do have so many variety trials. One of the biggest one is the corn in sorghum silage. And now we have this a tool there that can help farmers choosing which hybrid to plant. There is a lot of information on corn and sorghum. There are more other resources and technical publications uh, our EDIS publications or Ask IFAS, right, uh, that changed the name is Ask IFAS now. They are uh, famous for being hard to find in, our, in the website. So we, we created a list of technical publications related to forages. And now, so we have a list of all the faculty that are involved into the forage team. So this, uh, this website, long time coming, but is a great resource for our producers and, and industry partners in the forage, in forages in Florida. Yeah, and, and thank you for doing that. It's it's uh, it's really coming out uh, greatly, and and, uh, and I, I've used the, the two that you mentioned, the you know the, the right um, trial to to select hybrids and cross years, and you know if it's uh, 
spring planting, summer planting. So it's it's really, really, really good. So we can, we can call that this website is is the the forage hub for Florida. The forage hub. Yeah. One more thing: don't forget to check our our Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube UF Forage Team, UF Forages, and look for look for us there. Follow our updates. The Bim. Uh, appreciate you joining and um, uh, looking forward for the next Forage Workers Tours that Ben Ramini will be hosting us in South Florida. That's right. And, and thanks, thanks for all the good work, Marcel. Thanks for having me here. Thank you for joining us on this Cow Talks podcast. We hope you have enjoyed this conversation. If you have any questions, ideas, follow-ups, or comments, please reach out to us through our email, forages at ifas.ufl.edu. That is forages at ifas.ufl.edu or find us on our social media, uf.forages on Instagram, uf.forage team on Facebook or uf.ifas.forages on YouTube.